My brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore. You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening, or at midnight, or at the cock crow, or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. But I say to you, I say to all, Watch. Gospel of the Lord. We're not very good at waiting, are we? You know, when we're uh, in line at the drive-thru at Dunkin' or at uh, Starbucks or in line in the store, we, we kind of look and say, how do we get our coffee quicker than anyone? You're over at Shaw's or Stop and Shop or Roach Brothers or a department store. We look to get to the quickest line. We kind of make a judgment on the help on who's better at, at, at scanning the items so we get out quick to the parking lot. And even in TV, we don't even like now anymore to watch TV shows and wait a whole week for the next episode. We binge now, right, thanks to Netflix and On Demand. We just don't like to wait. No wasted time, no patience. Isn't that what we're all about, right? No, it isn't. Because the message of this gospel and the season of Advent is all about waiting. It's all about patience. It's only 22 days this year. And a fun fact about Advent this year is that usually Advent is 27 or 28 days between today, the first Sunday of Advent, and Christmas. It's a, it's a short period. It's about five less days. And I know we complain a lot when we talk about the cultural Christmas. Every year, don't we get kind of appalled when we start to hear Christmas music really quickly on the radio or the merchandise over at CBS or wherever we go is right after Halloween, they're moving in Christmas. And shopping at six o'clock on Thanksgiving. I mean, what's that all about? It, it's easy to have, when we have all these distractions, to be overshadowed by the season of Advent. It really should be a time of waiting, of patience, and prayer as we prepare for Christmas. Today's the first day of our liturgical season, brand new year. We begin by placing the, the Advent wreath in some of our homes and in church, it reminds us that we should be patiently waiting, that we don't just light all the candles at once. In pre-Christian times, the wreath began, the evergreen and the candles were symbols of just warding off the darkness of winter and the hope of spring. And in the 16th century in Germany, the wreath began to have a spiritual meaning. It reminded us of the coming of Christ to the world. The circle, no beginning, no end. The evergreen, everlasting life. The candles, the three purple candles about penance and conversion. 
And then the standalone rose candle symbolizes joy. And often some people would put a white candle right in the middle and light the white candle on Christmas Eve. But today we're reminded that we can begin a new season, a new year, a year of transformation, a year of conversion. It's, a, it's kind of a new start. And it's time that we make a new start this Advent. Prophet Isaiah tells us of the people crying out to God to hear him. A hopeful longing for a God, a potter who forms us like clay. God does that for us right now. He forms every one of us like clay, clay in our lives. And Paul reminds us to be faithful, faithful and not forget about God's grace, the free gift that keeps giving to us always with us, God's grace. And Mark, in this reading, reminds us to be alert, to stay awake to the moments in our lives, sometimes not very obvious, that God is always with us. But I think we sometimes wonder where and when God is with us. This year has been a year of really tragic natural disasters, violence. We continue to strive with our racial and cultural divides. And we're kind of talking about disrespecting and how do we relate to each other as men and women. The many challenges that we have encountered this year and all within our family and among our friends, it's sometimes hard to see the sacred. It's sometimes hard under all those terrible things to see and look for God among a very complicated world, among a very complicated life. But we got help today from this gospel. It encourages us to be alert, to watch, to listen. Watch for the signs, some not so easy to find, that God is there. God is there in the darkness. And to seek and listen for God's grace, it is there. We need to slow down. Among all those distractions, we need to slow down and just listen through prayer to open ourselves up to Jesus. And it can change our hearts. It can help us change and transform ourselves and change how we may confront and approach the many things that come at us every day. And another place to look and listen is last week's gospel, Matthew 25. When I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. When I was naked, you clothed me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. When I was sick, you came to see me. The question is, when? Continuously through all of those is, when? When did we do that? The people of Matthew asked Jesus. And Jesus tells them, whenever you did it to the least of my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. So this Advent, let's not wait for Jesus to come to us. We can go and look for him. We find him always, always among the least among us. When we watch and we look for Jesus, it nourishes our hearts, our minds, and our souls. And it changes us. And it helps us to bring the love and joyful hope of our Messiah, everyone's Messiah, to the world. I'd like to end with just a prayer from 
Austin Fleming, he's a pastor in, in Concord, Massachusetts. He just wrote a book. I bought this book at Glastonbury Abbey, of course. It's where I get my best stuff. Um, it's called Good Morning, Good Day. And what I'd like us to do is I think prayer is so important in this time of Advent as we try to slow down and we try to listen. So as I pray this prayer, I'd like to just maybe close your eyes and just think of your life in the next 22 days before Christmas. It's a prayer for Advent. Prepare a way for you, Lord. Be alert to watch. I've got lots of work to do. Help me prepare a way for you into my home, Lord. Help me find a place, a room, a corner, a chair where you and I can meet every day to pray. Perhaps I'll put a candle there or a Bible, maybe a statue or a picture, a rosary or a prayer card, something to mark that spot as a place that I keep for you to go every day to sit and rest and to take a deep breath to remember your presence and open my heart in prayer. Help me prepare a way for you and some time, time to talk about the day, its ups and downs, to get to know one another just a little bit better than yesterday. Help me prepare a way for you to enter my thoughts, Lord. When I'm trying to figure things out, help me to watch and listen for your spirit and for your wisdom. Help me to prepare a way for you, O oh Lord. In the crazy rush of Christmas all around me, Help me remember that it's your birthday, that you should get some presents from me. Help me remember the poverty of your nativity. Make your way into my wallet to spend generously on the least among us. Help me remember that all the gifts I receive, none is greater than the awesome love and grace you have for me. Help me prepare a way for you to enter my life in a quiet of my prayer. Help me clear the path into my heart, into my mind, into my soul. In the stillness of my prayer, help me see you make your way towards me and show me that no matter the roadblocks that I put up, you'll find a way to come, to enter, and to fill me with your awesome presence. Amen.
Oh 